Oh, 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 cheeky monkeys. Get on with it. Toppy, toppy. Hello, uh, what are we called? It's been a while since I've been on one of these. Uh, we are Burkamp Wonderland and this is ABW Live. Oh, I really said nearly, Danny, nearly the wrong acronym. I nearly said we were those other people. Jason would have absolutely killed me. Look, even my YouTube is on as well. Danny, this is an absolute failure. It's been too it's long, happened. Josh. How was Sunny Brighton? That's where you've been for the whole of Christmas. I have. I was there for three weeks and it was a lot nicer than the North. Um, that's, why that. the Le- that's why the Leeds ha- fans were so happy in the Arsenal Stadium because they weren't in Yorkshire. Do you, do you know where our guest is from? Uh, no, but this is why we should do pre-introductions, but we didn't do anything because <laughs> Jason's not here. So I should introduce Jim, who I presume is in Yorkshire. Uh, yeah, basically. Um, I'm from... <clears throat> Leeds, I suppose. So, yeah. Oh, there we go. See, Danny, you've already got me in my foot. Uh, I will ask you, Danny, why is your Christmas tree still up? Hold on, Sean. Why is the Christmas tree still up? Oh, somebody's got tonsillitis, and oh, oh, we can't do it. And I had to go oh. to the tree. I got the first layer of ball things down. The tree fell on me, and I had to get the fireman to come and rescue me. So, I'm not doing it again this year. Fair enough. Uh, right, let's talk to the chat box as well, because there's 67 people here. Oh, so close to the magical number. Uh, oh, is that Arian Hadari? No, it's not. It's Brendan Almeida has just come in with some Aussie dollary doos. Um, you should hold on to those, um, or at least get yourself a hose. But he has says, Happy New Year's, up the Arsenal. Uh, I can see Corey is in there. Uh, Danny the GFP, he's in there. Carlito Alguna, Andy R, uh, Archie. Oh, I think Ant2365100 is also in there. Thank you very much for the donation. And Stefan Selby, David, Shad Oi, Peter Coulson. Wow. Um, yeah, so many of you in there. It's strange doing one of these again. I've just forgotten what we do, Danny. Should we start? Do we talk about the game? Well, first, we do? Um, Brendan messaged us last week and said he's very sorry he couldn't make it. I think he said he was asleep. I was talking to him on Twitter. So, yeah, thank you very much for that. And uh, also, there was somebody else. Um, oh, I can't remember his name on Twitter. Oh, we follow each other. It was uh, so, well, Richard. No, Richard sent us some money. Who was it? Wait a sec. Wait, wait there. Just hold your horse. Someone sent us 25 English pounds via PayPal. So the least I could do is interrupt the show. Who was it? Oh, the bearded dragon, Van Helsing. Very kind. We had a little chat. I said, thank you very much for sending that. I tried to get him on because he's a bit of a dapper dresser, but uh, I don't think he's up for it. So there you go. That's somebody sent us some money via PayPal. Thank you very much. It's all going to be spent on, um, I don't know, really, what we're going to spend it on. Cake? Um, Oh, no, like something to make Jason happy. That's not going to happen. People uh, are asking if Jim is a is a Leeds fan. It's not. It's Jim who's in the bloody. He's in the box every week. Jim House and always chucking us a couple of quid down Jason's dirty wife front, aren't you, Jim? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, the the the, the one that's keeping the uh, Ramsey dolls in in stock. You know, <laughs> was it you that sent it to Jace? <laughs> no, no, no. I oh. won't go that far. Okay, <laughs> we're going to shut up now and let Josh get on with it. Um, yeah, let's talk about the lineups. Because, uh, Danny, I'm going to ask you, was it three? We, everyone said it was three at the back, all the Twitter experts mm. uh, with that lineup. What did you think of it when you first saw it? Well, I thought, hold on, why is, what, how are we, why are those three playing there? But then why is Socrates drifting out all the way to the right? And I thought, well, Saka can't be playing right back. No, not, I'm looking at the, um, the, at the end of the game, beginning of the game. Uh, Nelson can't be playing there because he can play on the left side or behind them. Oh no, he's going to be playing at left back. And then I thought, well, Aaron Kalasnich is playing at the left back. And then I think, I have no idea who is doing what. Because when you see them play, it was looking like it was playing three at the back. And I thought Kalasnich is going to play left wing back. And I was thinking, well, maybe it's maybe um, uh, Pepe is playing right wing back. And I thought, no, there's no way you can rely on Pepe to track back and do all of that lot. And then after about 25 minutes, I noticed that Socrates was really out on the right hand side and he was staying there. And I thought, well, there you go. That's what he's doing. He's playing four at the back, not three at the back. He, he bowled us all a googly. I think Clive on on Twitter 
um, said that we were playing the wrong formation with the right players. And I think that kind of summed it up perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. So Jim, I was, I was you confused. Reckon? Yeah, Jim, what did you reckon to that lineup? Were you as confused um, as Danny, if that's possible? <laughs> yeah, I know I tweeted and messaged people saying, oh, it's three at the back and Nelson's a wing back and like pretty much everybody else. But then Socrates decided he was a right at the back and I thought he didn't have pace, so I was quite surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll get to the start of the game and... Well, I could do 45 minutes of waxing lyrical about Bielsa because <laughs> I don't think there's anything else truly to talk about with how we really played. But Jim, how did you feel with that kind of first half? Because Leeds were just dominant, weren't they? They were a team that were well drilled. Mm, well, um, obviously coming from Leeds, I I kind of go to the altar of Bielsa quite a lot. But... Um, it was quite intense. The, the pressing was non-stop. And it was a bit... Um, like, they'd create the chances and uh, catch uh, Xhaka every time on the ball. But then it just wouldn't go in. So it was kind of good for Arsenal, but bad for Leeds fans. Yeah, definitely. I think they had that moment 14 minutes in, Danny, with uh, Bamford hitting the bar. Uh, I mean, if he was Eddie and Ketia, that goes in, right? Are we up to 40 minutes already? 14. 14? Sorry, I've been in the South so long that I've got my Southern accent back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that was uh, that was just before it came up on the screen where it said attempts. We had one, they've had seven. And uh, Ozil and Lacker looking lost in the notes that I've made. Can I just be, read that tweet that I was on about Clive? He's put, oh, I'll wait for you to say yes, I can. Yes, you can, Danny. Thank you. I forgot you're in charge. He's for <laughs> half time. This is Clive PAFC on Twitter. System over personnel. That's brilliant. Team screams a 3 4 2 1, but we are playing a 4 2 3 1 and completely lost our distance. So then we see fragility and running backwards. Don't panic. A good test. Uh, we will be so interesting to see if we can react and what Arteta does. Clive is just so wise when it comes to tactics and stuff like that. So, yeah, Bamford was brilliant. You can see why now that Eddie Nketiah wasn't getting that many games because when you've got someone like Bamford, who was, on a, and although we're 10th in the Premier League, we are, we are a much better team than that. We're top 16 probably with the players we've got when we're all playing well together. And uh, Bamford had a hell of a day. He was unlucky, unlucky not to scone. He said, unlucky. Jeez, where's that come from? <laughs> it's it's <laughs> catching, isn't it? <laughs> it's you two. It's you two Northern monkeys. It's <laughs> Plus someone else in the room has spent the last three years in Nottingham. Jesus, it's a nightmare. I'm surrounded. Yeah, it's so uh, in the north, uh, anywhere further than Peterborough, <laughs> the bloody north. So uh, it's very unlucky. It's just, he's a hell of a player, though. But now we can understand why Enketia didn't play because he was lively and, like you said, he hit the post. Did he hit the bar or the post, or are they the same thing? They know they're connected. I probably did both. To be honest, in that first half, we were absolutely woeful. <laughs> Woeful wasn't the point. It wasn't wasn't the, it wasn't an, um, an understatement. It was absolutely horrendous. I put our defence standing out of the way and turning their backs. When they do that after twelve minutes, you're thinking, "Oh dear, this this isn't going to end well." But what little did we know? Yeah, Jim, did you think we looked tired in that first half? Uh, uh, was, yeah, was that perhaps that was the reason why we were that kind of lackadaisical with our play. Yeah, I think um, Arsenal seemed to be. I don't know, maybe uh, lacking energy. And it, it looked like Arsenal was a team that had played more games than Leeds. And, and you just wondered at that point if it was going to be quite embarrassing, to be honest, because of how the, the uh, disparity between the energy levels. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, if you go on. Yeah, you've got. Sorry, I was just, I was just uh, 30 minutes I've got down that Leeds have got 66% possession which really just showed the difference, really. Yeah, it looked like it was almost our game plan, wasn't it? To just kind of sit off them. Mm. Although it didn't look like we had much of a plan <laughs> at that point. Um, oh, Michael Hahnemann uh, has stuffed five pounds into your box of briefs, Danny. I don't uh, own underwear, Josh. I'm a man oh, of the 70s. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's just thrown it into that hedgerow, that thicket. Can we read out Michael's message? Yes, I am just about to. Uh, much better in the second half. After a dreadful performance, Arteta got into them at the break and we looked more on it. Leeds unfortunate to go out. 
Yeah, yeah. I think that will we'll get to the second half and at that point we'll turn our frowns upside down and <laughs> it'll be a lot more positive. Uh we did have a couple of chances though, just in thirty minutes, Danny, with a corner from Ozil. See um, if I made a note on this. This is where Louise missed the header. Um, Louise getting for oh yeah I met, actually because it's good when I make notes people because then I remember what happened I did notice that at this point just before that corner down the left hand side it was Kalasinic and uh, Nelson and they're running down there and they're doing stuff then out of the mists from behind them comes running through this golden fluffy he's not golden haired is he this um, this this man with all this wonderful flowing locks I thought is that Chris Carpenter certainly wasn't Chris Carpenter <laughs> it's only bloody Louise isn't it he comes and joins in with it. And then he uh, then he gets the ball and we get I think we got a free kick and then he he took the free did he take no he took a shot the shot went off of someone and then we got a corner Urzel which is where you got up to Urzel took the yep. corner and he he had a header on target didn't he did he was it on target or did it, it just wide I think yeah I, so I thought I was going to shout at the screen because you know the players do listen when we shout at the screen I was mm. going to go what are you doing Louise you can't leave we only means we had one centre back on the pitch because Pappy isn't a proper centre back. <laughs> 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 make a run and break which it looked like they have got the energy and the players to do then you, you're going to be having either Xhaka is going to have to kill someone or Holding's going to have to be the man on his own because God knows Pepe would be over in the corner paying tiddlywinks or something so mm. I'm glad I didn't shout now because yeah that was a pretty decent bit of play Yeah and I think just after that Jim we have that save from Martinez which is probably our star thing of that first half I've got it down as being a bit like Seaman versus Sheffield United. Was Sheffield United? Yeah, because they're yeah. in red. Uh, what did you reckon to that save as well? Because I think it was Socrates that came off. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was um, Honestly, part, the, the Yorkshire part in me celebrated that. I thought it was going in. <laughs> I, I was surrounded by uh, Yorkshire people watching the game, so obviously <laughs> I, I had to. But... Um, I had no idea how that didn't go in. And I think um, in these kind of games, you see Martinez uh, pulling saves like that. And it makes you realise that he's not as bad as you'd think like a, a deputy goalkeeper would be. But um, I was going to say that Harrison was having loads of joy in the first half uh, because he was just running the game in the first half on that. Um, right, and I think part of that was uh, because of um, who was it? There was just no tracking back from the uh, wide midfielders as well. Yeah, because he was he was up against um, Kalasinic, wasn't he? Mm, yeah, in that first half with Alioski on the other side, and I would say anyone that listened to the football hipsters when we did that show all those times ago, remember I absolutely love Jack Harrison as a player mm. and he really, as you say, ran that show in that first half. And I think to be honest, it was one of the things that helped us was when they moved him up to the opposite flank yeah. when they took Alioski off. But uh, the next thing I've got is Papa versus the fans. Danny, I think this was a little bit like when someone shouts at you to move and you're like, nah, nah, I'm all right, thanks. Was that what, what went on with that? I think that was a build up of quite a few things. Like um, a couple of people have said in the chat box that the um, that Gwenduzi had to cover for him quite a few times, whether it meant coming into the box, getting the ball, bringing it out. And uh, on the, the point I, I made, uh, I wrote this down was, oh, I've lost it already. Um, no, that's not it. How I'm just just reading it a second ago about him standing out of the way and then their player gets a cross in and then that I thought hey, he's a terrible right back he's doing absolutely nothing with that and that was really annoying and then yeah so um, it looks like the ball had gone out for a throw in and then they were shouting at him to get on with it and I think I didn't have time to rewind it because I was what I was watching it on the BBC feed online that was two minutes behind the actual game it's horrendous and the quality wasn't that good. Sharma's watching something on telly, and then he gets he goes like that, calm down, all right, steady in a minute. I thought, what? No, you need to get pull your finger out your ass and get going, son, because you're having a bloody nightmare. He, he he will never play at right back again. I'd like to see almost any one of our other players at right back because uh, someone summed his ability up at right back here, um, Steph Okayas, but Papa moves like a Greco Roman wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Michael has uh, nailed it as well, and I'm going to say Michael said it rather than. Who did we have as commentary? Danny Murphy. Oh, mm. the man that looks like a bulldog who's deep-throated a stinging nettle covered in piss. 
that Socrates just wanted a breather. I think that's bang on. Yeah, he looked absolutely knackered. He was just chasing Alioski in his shadow for that first half. Um, so I think I've quite nicely glossed over that first half, <laughs> as you think. Um, sorry, we could go more into how well Leeds played, but... I mean, I've read all these notes, and I'm not allowed to read any of them. Do you want to read the second half ones? Because we've got loads on the second half, and we were actually good then. How about the... Um... The, the half-time stats, uh, we had three shots yes. at goal. We had three shots at target, one on target, or goal and one on target. So I've just wrote the numbers here down. I haven't put anything else. I'm having to figure out what the hell I'm on about. Because <laughs> I was in that hurry. Then they had 15 shots, five on target. We had 37% possession, and they had 63. How is that even possible? And pass completion, right? I think this is the most telling bit for us. 71% for us, 85% for them. Shocking, wasn't it? But... You're looking at the first half, that was shocking, but you look at that in the context of what the result was and the fact that it's back-to-back wins and back-to-back clean sheets, we, we can't complain, can we? No, and you managed to catch me just as I was sipping my tea. <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading it. Oh, here you go. Oh. I forgot to highlight it when um, and uh, Brendan and Michael gave us some money. So there you go. There's one from Ed for you, Josh. Uh, thank you very much, Ed. Um, my wife fronts are very dirty at the moment. I had chickpeas for dinner, and my God, I had to light at least three scented candles afterwards. Oh, did um, you get him off a Carl? Because he's a man who likes a scented candle. <laughs> I haven't. He needs to hook me up with his dealer uh, of scented candles. Um, oh, look. There's Jim. No. That's the Jim that's there every week. <laughs> well, hang on. Oh, I'm seeing double. It's mad. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, someone just, oh yeah, um, a little bit of um, political breaking news there. Uh, Julian Nagelsmann says, uh, Danny, Trump is going to start a war now and I'm trying to win the Bundesliga. So, what bad time. <laughs> Sorry, Julian. I don't, is there anything we can do about this, Josh? Um, tweet him and tell what him about, to behave. About, uh, to be fair, I read that as Danny Trump. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was your new name. I don't talk about my old surname before I changed it to my default. <laughs> we'll move on from that. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not going to get caught up in the political issues of the Middle East. It's not my specialist subject. Um, and not one for this podcast either. Yes, yeah, no. swiftly move. Uh, but what did you think of that? What did you think of that first half, Danny? With those kind of uh, stats, looking at uh, looking at my notes, it was Gwendozi. Uh, people are saying that Gwendozi had a bad game. I think he's. Uh, I've known in previous games that he's all over the place. Now this time, when he was all over the place, he was actually covering really well, picking up lost balls, um, creating stuff in midfield. Although none of it really worked. But the main the main thing that I put here that is uh, highlight of my first half was. Uh, Oh, there you go. I found that thing about um, him at right back. 27th minute, their player walked past Pappy at right back and crossed. Martinez saved the resulting header. I knew it was there somewhere. That other one I made about Ozil. Four times now, Ozil has tracked back all the way and just stands there, making up the numbers and not getting stuck in. And Lacazette, uh, how many more chances does Lacazette need? Because we saw in the second half, he was getting frustrated and and kicking out a player that he was lucky to get away with. But the first half, I'd think... uh, magnificent display by Martinez. If Leno does go, I think that he could well be our number one goalkeeper because he's going to save us a fortune because I don't think he's had a bad game yet, has he, apart from the Liverpool one where he let in five goals, but we're not going to talk about that. Greatest team in the world and all that. So I think the Lacazette and Ozil been absolutely, I'm not going to say useless, but I don't think the, the, the midfielder did give them anything that they could have done with. Although you think that is it their job to create stuff and go back and get the ball and create stuff? You know, like Sanchez used to do. If it weren't working, he'd go back and get the ball and do all the magic himself. So very frustrating. Yeah, Jim, what did you make to our, I'm going to say midfield, but you're going to have to kind of understand the concept of a midfield of what we were trying to achieve because it wasn't there in that first half. How well did Leeds kind of achieve the fact that our midfield looked missing in there? Um, yeah, I think uh, Xhaka especially, he, he's, he's quite strange how Xhaka in the first half had barely any legs, but in the second half he, he was running around a lot. But um, I think there was a, a big difference between Leeds had the three with Phillips uh, in DM, but then Arsenal just had Ozil pretty much supposedly like the... Um, commentator said that Ozil was marking Phillips, which seems quite, it seems kind of the wrong way around. Yeah, I did. I, I heard him say that and I thought, well, he's not really marking him, he's just standing near him. It's not, not marking really at all, is it? I know exactly. I think, um, I think if, if he just stood 
around someone without actually trying to tackle them. I don't. I wouldn't call that marking. <laughs> Especially if there was no marking going on or touching, <laughs> kicking or shoving. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what about kind of Jacka's fouling as well? Because we've got to mention that. Haven't um, we? Yeah, I think most of my notes are just Jacka has been made another foul and not been booked, and and then the writing would get bigger and bigger. <laughs> the more minutes it would happen. Uh, my my note on Jacka's booking is: we know Anthony Taylor is incompetent. It just shows how incompetent he is that he can't even book Jacka because mm. <laughs> we can all see it. In that way, he's just putting it's like rotational fouling, but he hasn't realized it's the same person. Yeah, <laughs> one bit from the first half, 20th minute. Um, low leads free kick. Zach, Zach a swoop to block it with his head. Martinez parries, um, a uh, big bob holding um header, which I think was our best uh, attempt at on goal in the first half. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, should we start with the second half? As, yeah, well. Might as well, we might it as does well start because, better, doesn't it? it does, yeah. Because my, my next note starts at 46 minutes, and if the second half is going to start on any minute, it's going to be basically that one. Are you expecting um, any subs before we started, Josh? Oh, um, well, I was glad we subbed Nelson on for the second half because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, 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 he turned up, <laughs> yeah, because um, I I wasn't exactly sure where he was. He put in a performance that I think we've seen from Hayland graduate wingers for the past, what, two decades <laughs> of just going completely missing in a game. Um, it was absolutely mad of how I, I couldn't really see him affecting the game at all. Like you could see Pepe doing, at least doing stuff, but. Yeah, he we, was. We do have a history, though, isn't it? It's the uh, the Theo Walcott, Alex Iwobi school of wing of Arsenal wingers and Oxlade Chamberlain. It's that kind of Bermuda triangle of players where nothing happens in that space. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, I think they just needed the kind of proverbial rocket up the arse. I think they most certainly got that in the second half because yeah, my first note is on Nelson. Um, what did you make of that run, Jim? Because he came straight out of the blocks, didn't he? Yeah, I, I actually thought he was going to score, to be honest. It it looked like he'd beaten uh, White for, for pace. And then he went through him in the box and I thought he's, he's going to score. But I, honestly, as much as I've always rated Nelson, I didn't think he had it in him to make that run. And that... That's quite impressive from him, really. Yeah, Danny, what did you reckon to Nelson as well in that kind of second half and particularly that kind of run? Well, that was my first note. You breathed then and then you said more words. I've interrupted you. I'm very sorry. Uh, 46th minute, like you, my first note. That was Reese Nelson v Leeds United. Great run by Reese as he took on half of their defence and that showed what the boy can do. And that's what he initially made his... um, his reputation when he was playing in Germany last season for Hoffenheim, the first half of the season when he was half decent before the second half where he didn't really do much. That's that's what he was doing and that's what we need because if you've got a young, skillful, clever young man doing that running at you, you're going to be thinking, oh, this isn't going to end well. And they were almost backing off of him because when someone's running at that speed, the slightest little knock and as we've seen from uh, some of them scumbags up the road, it's so easy in the Premier League or in English football to get free kicks on the edge of the box and they couldn't be too careful. But yeah, really good run and unlucky lucky not to get something out of it though someone did say here um where was it it was uh, above that um oh michael put nelson in the second half could have scored two or three goals but also ian wood put Xhaka turned in into prime fernandinho for the amount of fouls he fouls he got away with tonight that's brilliant he did and should we talk about the number of fouls he managed to draw as well because he won that free kick shortly after danny which lacazette took uh a man that we're trying to speculate what he has done to be so unlucky in front of goal. I think he dropped a uh, mirror ball in the disco, and that's why he's got seven thousand years of bad luck. It's it's so weird. I mean, when when I mean when he took the free kick, I thought, why is he gonna? And then before I could finish shouting, why is he gonna done that? I thought, well, the only other free kick taker we got there's Pepe. He's left footed, and it's the wrong way around. So Lacazette had to do it, but. It was pretty close. Did it hit the? I think it hit the top of the crowd, top left-hand corner, didn't it? At the time, just above the crossbar, it hit the it crossbar just above indeed. the, just above the little court, 
I don't know, my shapes there again. That looks no, that looks like I'm break dancing. That's no good to anyone, is it? <laughs> yeah, so it's unlucky. It was it was on target, but these little things they're gonna build up. And I don't think he's a confidence player, is he? I don't because he knows how good he is and he scored goals his entire life. I just think it's just bad luck. He just needs some more chances. And the team is coming together, the tactics are coming together. And uh, yeah, I think he was unlucky, but he's God knows he's getting the minutes, isn't he? To try and get that goal. Yeah, sorry. I uh no, I just zoned out. Oh, <laughs> so it's a good sign. Is it my Christmas tree? Did it have you hypnoticized? Uh, I was reading the chat box. Okay. Both chat boxes. I'd gone. Yeah, both eyes were were split across it. Yeah. Uh, Laka has another chance with Meza Ozil playing him in, because as you said, Ozil kind of came back into this for mm, yeah. second half, didn't he? How did you think of his performance? Of how he came in. Uh, yeah, it was it was like a, a different player. It's like um, Ozil started to dictate the play again more, and um, everything Arsenal started to do was going through him. And he was he was he was making these little through balls into the box, and um, I think that was part of why Arsenal got uh, the upper hand. I think. Because he was on the ball, and obviously Nelson as well, like like we've been saying, he he showed the initiative, uh, and from that point on, um, probably Leeds didn't stop Ozil, and that's why Arsenal won. Yeah, talk us through the goal because I think Ozil's kind of key in there in the kind of build up of that play as well, because that comes five minutes after that kind of opportunity. Yeah, well. There's, there's all that kind of passing going on at the moment, which, which it was pretty much like um, the both teams had just switched switch shirts at halftime. But on the, let's see, it was the right. Um, it's funny because there was um, Pepe that was just at just in the middle of the the pitch, and he did a, he did great work to, to get past some players and pull him off him and then he like did a, a one-two with Lacazette and Lacazette I think he passes to Ozil like you say and then he pings it in and there's I think it was meant for Pepe but it goes to Nelson yeah one of their defenders slid in and changed the direction of the ball yeah and it's and Danny Murphy says that Nelson scuffs the shot into the goal I wrote down <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of help from the goalkeeper's head as well mm. to really get it in, a proper bundled-in goal. Mm. Um, would you say it's kind of... That was the difference of the two sides, wasn't it? One of them was on top of 45 minutes and yeah. with great opportunities, couldn't score. We go for 15. Or yeah, depending th- on that, 10. Yeah, there was that. There was a stat at the end of the game that said that something like Arsenal had three shots or attempts in the first half and Leeds had 13. Then Arsenal had 15 in the second half and Leeds had two. Ooh. And it just shows you really that um, if, you, if you're not taking your chances against the bigger sides and you'd have to consider Arsenal a bigger side, then this is what happens. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and quickly, Danny, because I've mm. realised I haven't given the chat box any love, oh. like some Jason-style loving. And whilst we've got Jim here, who has been promoted from the chat box, I can ask him, how do you feel when Jason does his things in the chat box and gives you a little tickle? Does it work? Does it really work? Um, y- yeah. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're being too, you're being too polite, aren't you? You're too polite. <laughs> Are you enthused um, or scared when he does it? I, I know when... Okay, basically, I feel like when the teacher shouts at the kids that they've not done the homework, so then I quickly like steal someone's homework and pretend it's mine and, and, and like the, the YouTube. Well, I think that's a great analogy because I can only be the substitute teacher because that's how I feel when I do it mm. and go, chat box, Archie, Thomas from Norway, who else is in there? Stefan Selby, uh, Data KLBC, uh, Sefo Kea, Kaito Aguna, everyone in there. There's 200 of you watching 
and I'm only a supply teacher, only a supply teacher, and I've only got 51 likes. I've got two dislikes. Come on. People don't like Jason. And we don't like he, Jason. Exactly. And he get. Look, I'm only getting two dislikes. What is this? <laughs> tappy, tappy. Julian Nagelsmann, come on. You're on winter break. Schnell, Schnell. Arbeit, Arbeit. Yeah, I can do it in German instead. None of this Welsh nonsense. Uh, right. I think that's told them. If Oh, I need to give them a target as well. So we're at 61 at the moment and three dislikes. Let's get us to 100. Go on. Let's Thomas be having you. Thomas has picked up on the Welsh lingo. Get to tapping. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we too fat tapping from? <laughs> uh, Welsh Justice was too busy laughing at Socrates in that first half. And then second half, he loved him again. He was like a bouncer in a kebab house. And you can decide which person I'm talking about in that analogy. Uh Danny, let's go back to the game because it seems okay. like it's not really worked. Okay, go on in. Um, the penalty for Lacazette, 64 minutes. Yeah, now this is a, a weird one for me because I went into so much detail about that goal in the 54th minute that you didn't ask me about that I missed what happened for the next six minutes as I kept rewinding it to have a look. So all I've gone is 54 goals, 64, Ozil takes, a, it, takes it wide. But I did see when I was looking at it, I went, oh, geez, something's oh, got a donation. Um, uh, yeah, I did see it. So it looked like when the ball came across, it hit him in the shoulder. And then I remember going through my brain, right, is it if any part of the body that can score it's off side i thought no we're talking about a penalty here and then i thought i'm going to give up because this commentator said that if it's a var enabled stadium then var is for the fa cup and if it's not then don't worry about it <laughs> how, how uh, does this even make any kind of logical so, sense so whack i don't understand what happened there everyone's got it no you're not doing var so to answer your question which is unlike me i don't think it was a penalty i think it was ball to shoulder yeah Jim, did you think it was a penalty? I mean, Lacky gets brought down, doesn't he? Yeah, so far as I understand the uh, rules this week, if the, <laughs> this ball, week. If, if the ball hits a player on any part of his body, I think that's a penalty. In the If it's in the Arsenal box that they're attacking, yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah that's, that's a small caveat, isn't it? Yes. Mm. Uh, but I, I did wonder, actually, if he was going to get a penalty, Lacazette, but... He would have missed... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was weird because like he'd gone down and then kind of stood up again, and all the Leeds players just swarmed on him like uh, bees on trash. I guess I don't know. <laughs> bees on trash. That's the kind of analogy I'd come up with. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, bees well, on jam, flies yeah, on trash. He's, he's not trash. And no. yeah, anyway, <laughs> was it a pen is, is, he, is he honey? Um, oh. I've seen him given, but I think Lacazette just keeps falling over. That's his mm. problem. And everyone's kind of going, yeah, but you fell over. Did you, this, he's fallen over so many times. He's like the boy, the boy that cries wolf now. He's mm. fallen over so many times. You can't tell if it's a foul or not, or if he's just uneasy on his feet. Uh, and I mean, to be honest, in the first half, I thought he was constipated for the first 10 minutes, the way he was running around the field. Um, Didn't they say that in the first half about Lacazette? It looks like he's injured. He done yeah. game and started. Is that what yeah, you're on about? Minutes. Yeah, he was waddling around the field. I was like, oh, <laughs> looked like he still hadn't uh, let go of Christmas dinner. Should we say? <laughs> Maybe that's what happened at half time. <laughs> Maybe everyone had a big poo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I can talk about the donation because it is similar on the similar note of what happened at half time. Thank you. Is it Tino Barry? Uh, Arteta and the ultimate hairdryer. I mean, when your hair is that perfect, and it's probably not a wig. Uh, I know uh, Steve of the parish used to always think it was probably a wig. Not sure, but yes, Someone he knows that. his way around as a hairdryer. Someone who was on one of our shows recently, if you go and have a look in the comments, someone's been accused on ABW, well, the ABW reserves, of, of wearing a wig, Josh. It can't be me. That's not It's not me either. Someone said. <laughs> That a certain cactus cash wears a wig. Does it? I was having a whole conversation with him in the YouTube comments going, who are you on about? He said, we need to stop taking a piss out of shit beards and start taking a piss out of shit wigs. Oh, <laughs> wow. What if he's ill and he does? Jesus. Forget oh, I said that. Move on. Do you reckon if he sneezes on cam, we can get it to come <laughs> off? We'll get, we'll get more <laughs> viewers than we've ever had for a live show. 
All we have to do is just get him to keep nodding all the time, to say stuff that you know he's going to agree with and see if it slips. And once it's down to about there, then we know it is or isn't. Oh, sorry, Richard, if you are listening, please come sorry. back on. We do like you. <laughs> you know you're one of us now that we're nice to you, that we're horrible to you. Uh, and also, talking about horrible to people, 68 likes, fucking sort it out, guys. It's disgusting. Um, right, sub. Nelson comes off. And the prodigal child, the rebirth of Ronaldo, pick whichever one you want. Uh, Martinelli comes onto the field. Uh, Jim, I've seen you're a big fan because I've seen you write in the chat box already today mm, yeah. about Martinelli. What did you think of him coming on at this point? Uh, yeah, I thought he was going to score. There was a, a stat, something like he'd scored in every debut he's made or something so far for Arsenal. So uh, th- there was tweets going around that like people wanted him to score just so they could tweet that. But he's he's just energy, isn't he? He's just everything you want in a, a attacker. And I think he was unlucky not to score today as well, to be honest. Yeah, I, I agree. He had some absolutely superb touches. He's almost showing Lacquer how to kind of do it, mm. you know, get through. You can tell there's a guy who's got his mojo uh, back. Danny, do you have anything to talk about Martinelli? Because you keep getting annoyed that I miss you out. Uh, 73rd minute Martinelli great chance crowded by two defenders out for a corner and then Laka trips someone up I don't know what that was 75th minute because it all was going off for about the 70th minute you could see that Leeds were actually running out of energy they brought on a couple of subs still didn't do it 75 another another great weaving player dodging run by Martinelli puts it wide superb attempt and superb skill and then uh, up at 78th minute Three attacks from Arsenal and Leeds are looking tired and vulnerable. So there you go. We've got a Man United fan in the in the chat box having a moan. So I just thought, could anybody remember the result from last week? So I've forgotten. Oh, am I a new fan? Mm-hmm. Oh, Bless is he at our game today? Because, you know, it's Probably. closer to his house than Manchester. They, all, they do all live in Essex, don't they? Yeah. I mean, that's why there was such a late kickoff, wasn't it? Because the Manx <laughs> didn't have to go that far home. Uh <laughs> You should say, Danny, as well, you missed in your note, 70th minute, a yellow card for one of our players. And it wasn't who you thought it was. (laughs) It was the the frigid left back. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Kalasinic, yeah, he did. um, He looked quite angry at that, didn't he? (laughs) He looked more angry than I think I've seen him look for a while. Um, What else have we got? Did you mention Socrates' free header, Danny, from the corner? The last last note I've got is... minutes. Oh no, I'm not up to that. Yeah, I'm up to that uh, the 74th minute. That was all my Martinelli loveliness. So I, I've yeah. tried to save you eight minutes there. I give you the chance. Oh. I, I laid it off to you, and you missed it. You Sorry. went full Lacazette on me. I did go full Lacazette. Uh, so we can go into the substitution of Meza Ozil. Uh, I don't think Meza Ozil looks happy any time, does he? he? Never looks happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jim. Jim, have you ever seen Meza Ozil look happy? Um, trying to think now. He once smiled in his headband days. Yeah. I think there was a, a moment where he, he kicked some gloves and he picked, <laughs> he picked out someone in the crowd with the gloves and that was quite a, a happy moment for him. Uh, you've, you've said something that I was going to go for a lot worse reference and I'm so oh. glad you've done it and I'm going to leave it. <laughs> I'm not going to mention it. Self-control. I've I've learned something. This is my New Year's resolution. I'm not going to mention Meza Ozil looking happy on his wedding day when he's standing next to a dictator. Um, <laughs> We're not doing the political stuff, Josh. No, we don't do the political stuff in 2020. No, it's fine. There's enough on. of that going on. We're, We're not on Ricky Gervais. Exactly. So, <laughs> oh, that was brilliant, though, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, it was pretty good. So oh, Dean good. Harper says at least uh, Ozil clapped this time, which is, you know, that's a good sign. He did a couple of claps. He even took yeah. his gloves off so he could hear it as well. <laughs> Not like one yeah. of those gloved claps. I always wonder why you do that. Mm. Uh, I was, was going to say, if if you started doing more about Ozil, the Chinese audience might increase. <laughs> oh, if, if we're horrible about him, that is a huge market. I, have anyone, any of you got a Chinese team you support? I, I've tried picking one, but... Um, no, I tried watching the CSL for a bit. Uh, it was really good. I love it. Oh, it was really rubbish. Don't tell the Chinese. <laughs> I love uh, it. It's worse than League Two. Um, 
Your Facebook no. account's just been deleted. Yeah, yeah, everything. Oh, I'm going to end up with so much shit now. Oh, well. It was nice knowing you guys. <laughs> I watched some of it. Actually, I thought it, it wasn't too bad. They've got so many really good players over there. Um, but yeah, if, they, really... if Jupino couldn't make it there, then no one's going to. No, uh, there were a couple of good ones I saw. Oh, who was it? There was a Brazilian guy who was playing for Guangzhou Evergrande. He was really good. Uh, but no, it was one that you're like, he wasn't like one of their big signings, like one of their star players. He came straight from Brazil. I can't remember what his name was, but he looked all right. I think mm. he was their captain for a bit. But the problem is when you're tracking any Brazilian player, they've all got monosyllabic names. You're like, oh, probably Fred might have been, I don't know, pick another name. It, there's probably a Brazilian called Jim, Josh, to be honest, Josh, isn't there? Problem. Josh, what's, what's happened? We've got a grass. Look what Fresh Archie's Fresh up for players, Arteta, and you guys are talking about blood. And then, then look what he puts. I'm telling Jason. Wait, we'll get on with it. Let's talk football. Oh, he's he's going to try. No, he won't. No, we'll be in won't. trouble. We won't be allowed no. to do it again. It's fine. It's fine. Jason likes me, I think. Uh, we could talk about Bielsa if we want. Uh, I was very happy when I saw the 3-3-1-3 in the first 10 minutes. That got my little hipster penis up erect. (laughs) It was amazing. I haven't seen it. (laughs) I haven't haven't seen it in a while. Not my hipster penis, I should say. The uh, formation. formation. Oh, it's great. It was great to see how... uh, And I know it was against Arsenal. But that midfield just destroyed us in the first half where it split out wide. The three went really wide in attack. So Jacker and uh, Gwen Uzi just went and went with the two wide men. So there was completely free in the middle, which is what they were highlighting on match of the day with Ian Wright going, Ozil just needs to drop into that space and it's there's acres in there. But in defence, they just closed up and they were like, you shall not pass. We just couldn't get through it. It's amazing. I loved it. I was so happy, except, well, it was nil-nil. So if we'd conceded, I'd have been fucking livid. But <laughs> just watching it is, yeah, uh, a bit of a Bielsa masterclass. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, we... Bielsa, what is it with him and that little stool, little mushroom that he sits on? I the think... commentator made a point of pointing out that he's brought it with him. Hmm. Yeah, he likes sitting on a bucket. Uh, I thought it's gone back to like his Marseille days. Hmm. And further than that, I don't know if there's a... Thing going around, Jim. Does he keep like a couple of cold ones in there? He should do with the way Leeds play, but <laughs> um, it's supposedly because, like, th- th- there's all um, manner of fables about it, but it's supposed to be because he's got a bad back. But I think you'd have a bad back sitting like that. Oh, uh, is it one of those like you sit on a yoga ball at your desk mm. instead because it's better for your posture? Yeah, yeah, it, I, it, I, was, I it was ridiculous so, last year, sorry, because. He, he was he was sitting there and he just kept getting questions about it. And then Leeds started <laughs> Leeds started selling these buckets for eighty pounds in the club shop. <laughs> like, oh, don't don't mention that. Gav will be on to it next week. You have a brief <laughs> banana one online within twenty minutes. Oh dear! And reasonably <laughs> priced. That's shewar.com. Go to their um, shop. My super duper thingy. Bob and go and buy all of his stuff. He'll be back on soon. Not sure when. Uh, when he needs to plug something, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, said he, he said he didn't want to. I said, you're more than welcome to the amount of times oh. you've helped us. He said, no, nope, not going to. So I said, no, nope, we do it naturally like we already have. Um, I do remember, and if anyone wants to see it, him sitting on his cup of tea at Marseille. Yes. That's excellent. That's, mm. uh, it's even a gif. I found that on WhatsApp. Well, he sat people. on a cup of tea. He didn't know yes. it. Yes, <laughs> he's got up. He's shouting action. Someone put a cup of tea on it for him. He just sits down on it. <laughs> oh, oh, he's a, he's so good. Um, talking about shit he moves. Should we talk about Socrates? <laughs> Can oh. I tell you what I put as my notes? Yeah, eighty-sixth minute, a triple tea bagging an attempt by the Leeds players <laughs> on, on Socrates. Oh, that reminds me when I used to play Call of Duty, tea bagging the dead. <laughs> Wow, if there's ever a title for the podcast, you get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That could be uh, a new podcast, yeah. Oh, there we go. Uh, Jim, what did you reckon to Socrates? Because uh, it was one of the best uh, bits of his play, wasn't it? It, it was both hilarious and ridiculous. Um, it, he just goes, I, I've had enough. 
I, I fancy sit down. So he just sits down in the corner and leads just swarming him and the, the, the kicking the ball. And I think Harrison goes flying and then somehow manages to do a flying knee on him. And well, somehow he got like a, someone got a, a booking for that somewhere along the lines, I think. Did they? Oh, I, I'm not even sure they did, but I'm not surprised if uh, someone did because it was just, there were legs, there were limbs everywhere. It was absolutely mental. Um, and talking about kind of the, the time wasting, Danny, I know you've got many notes. And Jim, you've got many notes. Have you got any more after the sock shit housing? Because um, I have to, I have to no, say, really. I started writing an email. You're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. watching something on Channel Four, so um, no, I am. Um, I'm just looking through the questions, Josh. If you've missed any, I've uh, missed lots probably because I've I only picked three. Stop. I'm going to talk to the chat box. Chat box, how's it going? Have you got any questions for us? Oh, I've seen Michael's put one. I haven't got yeah. that. Have you got I'm, that one, Danny? I'm just about to cut and paste it in. Oh, have we got any questions for us? You know, we've got fresh blood on the pod tonight. Yes. You can ask him how much did it cost to come on? £20,000 in used uh, £1 notes. Completely useless to all of us. He did us there. Yeah. Uh, it was even, some of it was Monopoly money as well, to be honest. We were had. Uh, what else do you want to ask? You can ask us anything else. Soidberg has asked you, Danny, were you watching Naked Attraction? I can't watch that. There's no way I'm looking at another gentleman's sausage. I don't need that. If I haven't seen my own in years, why should I look at someone else's? <laughs> Um, my, my friend that does the uh, Man City social media, she come over from America and she was flicking through the channels and Naked Attraction was, was on. And she goes, you Brits actually have this? And she was just completely shocked. It's, uh, it reminds me, my favourite people on telly are, is it the Siddiqui's on, on Gogglebox? And a few years ago they were looking at something and he says, he looked at the camera and he went, if this is what they're showing, imagine the shit they turned down. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. I think it's the Tadikis, isn't it? Or is that the Mayor of London? Who are they? It's the two brothers and the dad. They're the best part. Oh, and the nutty. The, don't get me started on Gogglebox. Great show on telly. I, I haven't watched Gogglebox in quite a few years. Oh, I can't help. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, but I'm just looking through. Oh, we've got uh, Kelly is in the box as well. Danny, she's been giving me grief about why I've got a tree. Oh, oh, sorry. She's given us grief to say it's nice that John and Chris aren't here, though. But Chris is never here. I mean, it shows how often Kelly comes to the show. She thinks Chris is on <laughs> often. Um, but yes, if you do have any questions, I'm sure Danny has got them. And I've just put three more, four, three more in there, four more. Excellent. Would you like to ask them? I will start at the top and work my way down. It's uh, like I am with the strippers. Um, but then uh, actually I would never go I'd be too embarrassed because they're, they're going to be all over me you know what they're like ladies oh, morals strippers are weird you know strip clubs are weird like I've you go in, in you go in You to be fair the beer's really cheap but then you just come out with a boner and you're like what am I doing with this what am I going to do with this what <laughs> oh, take a little bit of blue for the dads there <laughs> yeah right Pete let's start off with Jim Pete Coulson asks why were the BBC wanking over Bielsa like a modern-day Brian Clough. <laughs> um, I think it's, well, I think it's fashionable these days to, to say how great he is more than actually think he's great. Like, I personally and a lot of the people I read on, like the sports writers think he's great because of all the people he's influenced throughout his career your Potichinos, uh Guardiola's and um Bastuta's and the people he's coached but then I don't know like people like Gary Neville and Danny Murphy how much has have they known of him I don't know yeah, because uh, it was, I mean, I'm 49 and Clough is a very vague memory in, in, in my distant memories because I remember the uh, the final against uh, Spurs when that was the only trophy he hadn't won with, with, with Forrest and uh, 
then Gaza decided to try and kill one of their players, and uh, yeah, they didn't win that. But I think that was one of his last games. He must have retired in the early early thirties, in his uh, the early nineties. But he's a one hell of a player. You go and have a look at Wikipedia at Brian Clough and have a look at his goals per games ratio for I think it was Middlesbrough. Magnificent ratio for back then. You got any wise words on that, Josh? Bielsa, the godfather of football. Uh, I think, yeah, I, I I agree with Jim. I think there's a a lot of people that jumped on that bandwagon. You know, it's a little bit, and I don't want to side with Neil Custis, but you know when he goes off on one about the Libertadores and that being the hipsters' mm. uh, Champions League final or World Cup, it is a little bit like that, that a lot of people have jumped on that bandwagon. I don't want to say, oh, I like Bielsa before he was cool and all of that. I remember Bielsa that's... when he was managing when he was a six-year-old. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you remember him when he was uh, getting out his little uh, Lego and yes, positioning yeah. it in the right places. Yeah, absolutely. But in terms of that kind of massive loving, I think it's one of those they're just trying to make up for lost time, really, because I think a lot of people that know football know Bielsa and they're just slowly bringing it to the forefront. I think anybody that did know when he was appointed were really happy about his appointment because he's a huge manager to come to. You know, I know Leeds are a huge club, but they're a second division at the time. And for him to make that kind of step, I mean, he's never made, I suppose when you go through, because I was doing this earlier during the game, was educating one of my mates on Bielsa, who had no idea who he was and was wondering about the fanfare. And we're here like, basically, imagine playing football manager. He's had that kind of career. <laughs> He's not, he's not done a lot, but he's done a lot of interesting things. He's not, his honours, he hasn't had honours past, well, it was like Bill Bow when he got to Europa League final and the Copa del Rey. But that's the last two things he's done since he left Argentina in terms of club football. Uh, Europe, uh, in terms of Olympics, he's done great things there. He's basically revolutionised South American football from that kind of Argentina and Chile. But yeah, he's. I think it's that case of yeah, people are just slowly getting onto it, and the BBC have gone. Oh, let's ask these people who we know who have never heard of Bielsa's name before <laughs> talk about Bielsa. It's like mm. you could easily have got someone like Roberto Martinez in on that studio to talk about him, or as you say, Pochettino. What's he doing at the moment? Mm. Sweet FA, get him in there. He can talk about the Arsenal. He knows he loves them. Really, loves us. But he could at least talk about them. You've got Pep Guardiola's. There's so many people around there that could have could have talked about him in a more um, convincing way. I think it's probably the right way to describe it. Okay, fair enough. He's 64 years old. He's had 12 jobs as a manager and he won the, uh, the 2004 uh, Summer Olympics. Well, obviously, because they don't have football in the Winter Olympics, not that I know of. And like you're saying, runners up in those two things. Yeah, right. He was yeah. also at Lazio for two days. <laughs> 6th of July to the 8th of July 2016 and some would say he did well to stay there so long <laughs> well, there, they lied to him and then he left and they're like what yes right like, question yeah. from uh, Daytac she says who is for you Jim who gets dropped for Palace Holding and um, uh, Martinez for sure who else uh, Look, uh, realistically not, not ones that you want to get dropped Oh dear. Uh, I'd say Guendozi maybe for, for Torriera because Torriera has to play. I think um, Socrates. Yeah. Socrates was back on the bench, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Uh, Socrates, I don't know, does he go back into centre uh, defence now? And I'm, to be honest, as much as Pepe did a lot in the second half. I'm not sure about how he was in the first half because I thought his work rate, as much as the rest of the team wasn't amazing, I thought his work rate wasn't that good in the first half. So I'd have questions about maybe Nelson playing instead. Josh, if you can answer it in three seconds, you can have a go on that because we want to answer some more questions. No, I can't. Fair enough. <laughs> right, my one for you, Josh. Michael Harneyman. Was anyone going to get past Socrates today? He went full on World War Three, no WWE on three Leeds players. Yeah, so he, he put the WWE and the three so close together it looked like World War Three. And as that's going to happen anyway, I'm just preempting shit. 
I mean, I would be doing Jason a disservice if I didn't say that for the previous 85 minutes, he was letting people past him left, right and centre. Alioski just was just ruining him for that entire like player, first half. He? he does. Um, looks less like a war criminal than he used to. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's all I'll say on it. I hope someone, whoever sets up the, the Twitter account out of context, ABW, you tonight, you you are going to have rich pickings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, next question. Um, I hope you've proofread these. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is not a bad one from Pete Coulson. This is for you, Jim. Despite your anti, I think he means, uh, I don't know who he means. I've never said anything bad about Erzo Lever. Despite your anti Mesut rhetoric, can he play a huge part for the rest of the season or are you wrong again? <laughs> Cheers, Pete. <laughs> well, it, it's funny because I get called a Ozzle fanboy on Twitter at least once a week. So, But yes, he can as long as the screening defenders, uh, midfielders let him play his game and not defend. And he has weekly breaks before games. There you go. Right. And the next question is, oh, that's for Jim. I can't ask that one. Right. Um, for Josh from Archie, uh, you know, the grass, Archie, the grass, as he should change oh, yeah. his name to. If we buy Jerome Boateng, shall we hire a hit on Raul and Edu? That's unacceptable. <laughs> Does that mean he doesn't really like him? Uh, I've got a feeling that he might not be a fan of Jerome Boateng and then therefore not a foul of Raul Sanyehi and maybe Edu. Um, yeah, I think maybe a drone strike might not be out of the question. Again, <laughs> what if, if YouTube checks this and then we get loads of people thinking there's gonna be that kind of information because it, it translates it all? That's what oh, we get. No, actually, yeah, I should probably say, please, just in case it does happen in the future, yeah. um, please do not hit, a, do not put a drone strike out on Rouse and Yehi and yes. Edu. Thank you. From Edu, well, what's Edu's real name? Tonight. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Edo, no. Edo, Edo, and um, Gaspard. That's it. Mm. That one. Or Jerome Botang as well. All of those people. Don't do it. <laughs> don't don't be, be good kids. It. Is he no good? Um, he is a little bit old, a little bit slow, uh, and a little bit past it. So I don't understand. Right. He sounds like a perfect centre back for Arsenal. Has he ever played for Borussia Dortmund? Because if he is, he's in. <laughs> <laughs> Spend okay. seen him at least once. <laughs> data has asked. We're going to call data data from now on because the rest of the things we always fuck up on. So data asked you, Jim, what is that wallpaper or paint? It's wallpaper. There you go. That's that's the answer we looked for. Um, right. Uh, another question for you, Josh, from Thomas in Norway. Any chance we'll win the Europa League or the FA Cup? Have faith in the Arteta era. Oh, this season? Um, I think we could. Yeah, why not? Why Ball can't we? Nothing. Yeah, we I think I think it, to be fair, yeah, the it's kind of cliche, but they're all one-off games, aren't they? Form kind of goes out the window. Well, um, then again, we've got back-to-back wins, back-to-back clean sheets. It's back on. Yeah, definitely. We're going to go invincible, aren't we? We certainly are. Right. Um, a question from Data again for all of us. Do you pronounce the T in often? <laughs> See what I did there? Often. Not, of, the not tea, often enough. The T in often. Well, I've got a tooth missing, which I still, I'm going to have to get it fixed sooner or later. But uh, often. Often. No, sometimes I do. Jim, do you have the letter T that far up north? Often, I suppose. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, oh. No. I think... Just- I think- I'd be called posh if I said often too much times up here. Josh is a man of multi-languages. He does northern and he does southern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, multilingual. Uh, yes, I, I do say it often, but depends. Uh, okay, right. Stay with you, Josh. Uh, from Richard Garrett, am I the only person that thinks Laka is overrated and not all that? Imagine oh, if Laka was listening. Dear, I think oh, dear, oh dear. I don't think so. I think half of my Twitter timeline believe that Lacazette is overrated uh, and not all of that. I just think he's woefully out of form. He needs a goal to go in. You know when... um, I can't remember which way around they did it now. Who gave the penalty to who out of Aubameyang and Lacazette when one of them was horribly out of form? Aubameyang. So they could score. 
that, didn't they? Yeah, I think it's the same kind of thing needs to happen again. It's just a, uh, you know, he needs one to go in off his ass, to be honest. And that will kind of get there. Because we saw in the second half what he can do in terms of his all-round play. I think he's doing that great for us. And to be honest, they've also, we, there's a striker on the opposite side for us who was exactly the same, you know. At the moment, can't hit, well, actually, I don't think Bamford has ever hit a uh, banjo with a barn door or vice versa. <laughs> any any combination of that analogy. But there's a reason why Enketia didn't start for Leeds. And it's because of, it's not because Bielsa didn't like him. It's because of what Bamford does on the field. And it's similar for Lacazette. It's the way he brings players in. You saw those little flicks that he was doing near the end of the game, bringing in Kalasinic for the overlaps. He's got a bit more to his game. I think once he gets a goal, it'll be like buses and it'll just, it'll just keep going. But it's until that moment. It's like when Giroud went 15 games without scoring a bloody goal. Was that that he, wasn't, he lost us the league? Oh, I mean, to be honest, you could pick any season out when Giroud went on a uh, goal drought of 15 games back-to-back. But it's really similar. And, uh... Okay, got another question. From, then we don't have to answer this question. From Sefo Kaya, should we, from now on, only employ managers that start with their names of an AR just because that'd be funny and to save us answering it Michael Harnim has put Arshavin as our next manager <laughs> <laughs> excellent I couldn't think of anyone else up again with an AR uh, Richard Garrett has a uh, oh yeah we've done that one I'm just scrolling down through your timeline ones that I didn't have to uh, uh, oh here we go Michael Harnim and thoughts on the draw do you think we can get past Bournemouth or would you take winning the FA Cup this season as a successful season considering that we've had so much change I don't know what the draw is has it been done yeah it was done before the game Danny so we've got Bournemouth home or away uh, we are away to Bournemouth oh is that uh, been been a Brighton boy you, you hate them don't you fuck off it's not a proper derby oh you're just going oh you know, it's down there somewhere. It's like Ooh, asking his lead to the same. It's like going his Leeds Newcastle or Derby. Mm. Well, you're all on the sea. You about, and Chris. About a similar distance. Yep. Yeah, that's the well known <laughs> Norwich Plymouth Derby, because they're all coastal. Yeah. yeah. I always like that when there's the Brighton and Crystal Palace Derby, because they both have birds for badges. Oh, no, yeah, that one's a weird one as well, because that's only a derby because Terry Venables hated um Oh, what's his face in the eighties? Uh, and then what else is there about that? Oh, it's called the M twenty three Derby, a mm. motorway that is not in Crystal Palace and is not in Brighton. Um, <laughs> you whatever. Missed, we've had an answer to the next oh. manager whose name begins with AR. Julian Argelsman. Yes, no. Has uh, given us a. It's it's because it's Arian Hadari. Oh yeah. Shh, oh, nobody yeah. knows that. So I don't know what you're on about, Julian. That is true. There, uh, there's, there's tidy for you. Josh, you've been going an hour and two minutes. We need to get this shit up in an hour. People have got things to do. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to... Can I... No, I'm going to take that away and shout at Stefan in a WhatsApp group instead about how Palace is the closest club to Brighton. Palace's closest club is Millwall, where they're massive fucking pussies and not <laughs> dealing with having a proper thing. So they're picking on Brighton, who had a nice little rivalry with Lewis or Crawley. If you're going to go with that. That's their no. kind of level. That's their kind of level. Palace could have anyone from London, but now they're like, oh, we're too scared because we're the massive pussies of London. Oh, look what date right. is for Giroud, that handsome, handsome man, uh, won the World Cup about scoring oh, a goal. goal. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. Right. Should we wrap this up, Danny? Yes. I think. Uh, thank you, everybody that has been in the chat box. All 205 of you now. And I've seen there's some latecomers coming in. Over their time, for God's sake. I know. Uh, I've only got 80 thumbs up, though. But I've got four thumbs down, so I'm enjoying that. If we can get to a net 100, I'm, I'm happy. Maybe we should try getting Jim to get angry, because Jim doesn't look like he's ever had an angry day in his life. Maybe Jim got angry and waved his finger and told him to thumbs up. Try it, Jim. See what you can do. See if you can work some magic. Uh, oh, fucking hell. I'm scared. Bloody hell. <laughs> oh, watch these go up now. If we don't make a thousand thumbs up mm. after that. Tappy, tappy. <laughs> there we go. See, that's what we'll do. We'll start selling this slot for people just to go tappy yeah. tappy. 
No, we won't guest do that. Appearances. Guest appearances. I wonder who we could get for like 20 quid. <laughs> I'm sure I can find someone. Anyway, big thank you to Brendan, Michael, Ed, and Tierno. Oh, and Julian Nagelsmann. Yes. Who I haven't written down. No. I do remember. Gave Good. us a donation. Thank you very much. Uh, we will be back on... I'll say thanks to you guys first. Podcast on Wednesday. Podcast on Wednesday. You've got Fifey, Carl. Yep. You know, you always get those two together. I don't know why. Try and get them out of the way early. Is it just because of all their uh, like tube escapades that you get them on? Get them on early. An hour and a half of uh, Fife shouting at uh, Carl. I have to walk to work every bloody week, and it's all your (laughs) fault, you shite house. (laughs) <laughs> and then Carl will get in his, his Q7 and go and run him over or whatever big 4x4 four four he's got now. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, I think Fifey ha- now has to get a Boris bike to work in his, no doubt, £4,000 suit yeah. that he wears. <laughs> uh, and I'd say, big thank you to Jim as well, because without you, we wouldn't have got those four extra thumbs up. It would have been pointless. Would have been pointless. But yeah, uh, great debut. Well, well, thank you. I it was a it was a hard job, but someone had to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult to step up from Jason, but I think we found somebody who could quite easily fill fill his boots. And Danny, yes. I know I've pissed I know I've pissed him off a lot, so it was nice it was nice seeing you. Yeah, you were never going to be seen again. You were <laughs> no, maybe I'm not driving down the Thames or whatever nearby you. Oh, uh, I'll probably be in the seven knowing Jason the next time I see him. Well, thank you very much for hosting. It was a, a, fine, a fine way to end your ABW career. Yes. Thank you. Thank you all. Uh, if I do see you again, it's been great. <laughs> and I think that's it, isn't it? Yes. Because I can't remember who we're playing next. Oh, Palace. And Jason hasn't put the lineup in from what I remember. It's a 12.30 kickoff, and I think that John might be on. I definitely won't be on. I'll be asleep. You'll have to text me the result. Oh, God, he's here. Right, Danny, turn this shit off. <gasps> shit. Bye, Jason. Tappy, tappy, you bastards. Yeah, see, he's here now. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>